0: If you like this podcast and would like to support us, please rate, comment, and subscribe.
1: And also, please subscribe to our YouTube channel.
0: Now it's time to get a unique slant on current events from your favorite half-Asian couple. Get ready to know what's happening in the world today with your hosts, Shane and Nico.
1: Hey, what's go hap...
0: What's go happening? Yeah, 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 yeah. uh,
1: you think I know the title of the show by now, right?
0: Yeah, it's what's going on. What's
1: going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That would that'd be a lot more catchy. Right? What's going on or something?
0: Anyway, now and, we're just wasting people's time. Uh, yeah. Sorry about that. Uh,
1: <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, this is What's Happening, episode 41. I'm Shane. And I'm Nika. And yeah, we... Uh, we're very happy that you join us um (laughs) please join us
0: (laughs) all right you're gonna people are gonna click on this and then click away immediately all
1: right so yeah before we start um we just want to say uh if you haven't subscribed to our youtube channel please subscribe uh that'll really help us out a lot and also like the video and, you know, share it as well, you know, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. And also please rate, comment, and subscribe to our podcast, uh, should be wherever you're able to listen to podcasts, especially iTunes and Stitcher and, and Spotify and the other podcast platforms that, that are available.
0: Yeah, during, Whatever else they are. Yeah.
1: Um, but also if you want to support us, um, because you like us, you can support us on PayPal. Uh here's the link there, but all the links are going to be in the description as well. Um, so yeah, you can support us on PayPal. Uh you can also buy some Liberty Tees at libertariancountry.com and use our promo code HAPA for 10% off. I'm wearing one of them right now. If the government says you don't need a gun,
0: then you need a gun.
1: Yeah. Um, so there's that. And also infinite CBD. Uh, we both use it, it helps us out a lot. Uh, it helps yeah. us, you know, relax uh, her, her anxiety, especially. Um, and then,
0: like, right now, yeah, I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> and then, with our, um, well, especially with my like body aches and all because I'm so tall, tall, tall people, people problems. problems. I wouldn't know, yeah, we have short people problems. Can I know. you know? Re- I can't can reach, reach that up there. I got it.
0: No, like, the worst part is like when you're sitting at a desk or something mm-hmm. and your feet don't touch the floor. So annoying,
1: <laughs> that's kind of funny. <laughs> um, so yeah, there is uh, there's all that stuff that you can support us on.
0: Yeah, sometimes we used to do the support stuff at the end, but mm-hmm. we're just trying out something new, yeah. trying at the beginning instead of at the end.
1: So. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, there's that. So again, thank you so much for joining us, and I guess we'll just get right into it. Yep. Uh. So yesterday was another Democrat debate.
0: What was it like? The third, the fourth.
1: I didn't, Third? didn't, didn't Kamala uh, Harris say this was the sixth Kamala.
0: I cannot get I get over the way that Kamala, Kamala, Kamala however, Kamala. You say her name. Kamala, yeah. Camelot. Camelot.
1: Um, but yeah, so I'm kind of I'm kind of wondering. Like, I don't know how you how you say her name. I'm I'm sure she gets it all the time, so she's used to it by now. But anyway, yeah, so this is whatever, this is the 15th. 15, 15, uh Democrat democratic debate, debate yeah whatever
0: it is I, don't see, I feel like the debates like in the beginning they were interesting because you're like who's actually running you know yeah and what do they have to say but now it's kind of like all right they need to pick like a nominee and then like debate Trump and then it'll be interesting up until yeah then. I
1: don't know i i'm I'm just fed up with all the with all of it really
0: as you can tell by his Twitter yesterday because yeah, I was like I was trying to live tweet it and he was just tweeting videos
1: mm-hmm.
0: of reactions, and I'm like, um, no one's gonna understand that.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. I was just um, sick and tired of it, and 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 yes, that does include everyone's bay, Tulsa Gabbard, fuck that bitch. All of them. I'm I'm just done. I'm done with all of them. Like I don't give a shit. You know. So I'm just waiting for whoever the nominee is against Trump. That's it. And then I'll watch. Those two fucking dumb fucks, you know, argue and yeah, there you go. So I'm just, yeah, I'm ready for all that. I don't give a shit. But other than that, do you that, think
0: the libertarian nominee will get a, uh, a chance to debate or do you think that's not going to happen?
1: I I don't even know. I mean, at this point, I really don't know. I mean, there have been, you know, rare instances like, you know, Ross Perot being the big example. But I mean, I, I would be nice if there was a third person or even or a third four, party. Yeah, or, or whatever. Something. But I mean, we know how that goes. Um, I don't know. I mean.
0: Yeah, it was funny because he wasn't paying attention most of the debate or whatever. So I was the one paying attention. But then it got to the point where they were talking about gun control. Because yeah. that's what that's the video you have, right? Mm-hmm. And then he started yelling at the TV. I'm like, oh, I didn't know you were paying attention.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was. I don't know. The, the whole thing just kind of pissed me off. And I'd I feel the same way if I was listening to Republicans. I'd just be like, I, I just don't care, because I mean, you know, Bill Weld and and Joe Walsh had their debate, but nobody even nobody even knows, you know, like really, that was a Republican debate. Like, yeah, because they're trying to
0: like, who even cares though?
1: Yeah, exactly. Why would they you know? choose
0: anyone but Trump to run against a Democrat? You know, I don't
1: know. I have no idea. Um, but anyway, so okay. What, what what we're gonna play a video that was during the debate where it was, um, you know, Beto Work was kind t- of oh, actually Anderson Cooper was um asking about Beto Work's
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, I guess mandatory buyback thing about you know, yeah, we're gonna take you know, the, all, all the people that were going against me, yeah, we we're gonna, yeah, we we're gonna take your guns, you're damn right, mm-hmm. we are. And um, so they kind of elaborated on that and, and you know, I know a lot of, I mean, rightfully so, CNN gets a lot of, shit, but I actually think. You know, even though I wasn't paying attention, as far as I know, did they actually ask, quite like good questions? Seemed like it. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe it just seemed like, honestly, oh, see, we're we're doing our job, blah blah blah, you know. Because even, even
0: with the the gun question, which you're about to play, I mm-hmm. felt like they asked a good question. Yeah.
1: Well, because I know Elizabeth Warren was getting attacked, and that's just because was, she's pulling well, the fire. Yeah, I, I was hearing some um, like recap, and some people were saying that she looked razzled like she was like where is all this coming from you know i can't believe she just looked like me.
0: a she looked like a razzled old lady like yeah. oh i'm just an old woman why well, are you attacking me and
1: and, if, and bev- yeah before we start that the thing that kind of pisses me off about her is every single time and it's from her own the you know from her own colleagues in her own party are asking her so you know how our middle you know people in the middle class are their taxes going to go up and she for
0: medicare for all she's
1: like yeah she's like this
0: oh yeah every single time she's asked that question She gets around it. Mm -hmm. And the thing that's annoying is that they may ask her like, you know, they, they ask her again, like, well, you didn't answer the question. But then after that, they don't press it. They're just like, okay, we're going to move on. Right. So it's like, is she getting a free pass here? No one's going to.
1: Well, I also saw something too, that Tulsi Gabbard was trying to ask some questions. And then it's like completely. Oh yeah. She she, She went
0: all around that. Yeah. I don't even know what the point of that was. It's like, if she didn't answer the, the Medicare for all question, what makes you think she's going to answer the question about. Yeah, of the Yeah. Uh, yeah. That
1: whole thing was just, yeah. Anyway. um, So yeah, we're going to go ahead and play this clip. I'm going to try not to play the whole thing because then I guess Corey Booker goes into some story that he, I don't know.
0: I didn't see but that part. The main thing that
1: I want to talk about, or at least have us listen to, and then we'll react as it goes along is, you know, Bader work being asked the question about his mandatory buyback. And then Pete Buttigieg, um, you know responding to it and, and like
0: arguing with beto
1: yeah so <laughs> yeah we'll go ahead and play it here um if i can get it out here get it open ope.
0: i just need to get it open ope, ope. all
1: right so uh yeah here we go
2: in ohio where two months ago a gunman killed nine people using an ar-15 style weapon with a high capacity magazine Congressman O'Rourke, in the last debate, you said, quote, hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15, your AK-47, but when you were asked how you'd enforce a mandatory buyback, you said police wouldn't be going door to door. So how exactly are you going to force people to give up their weapons? You don't even know who has those weapons. Look, we're going to make sure that the priority is saving the lives of our fellow Americans. I think almost everyone on this stage such a agrees that it's not thing right and as yeah. president would seek to ban the sale of ar-15s and ak-47s those are weapons of war they were designed to kill people effectively efficiently on a battlefield you mentioned the massacre in in dayton nine people killed in under 40 seconds in el paso texas 22 were killed in under three minutes and the list goes on throughout the country so if the logic begins with those weapons being too dangerous to sell, then it must continue by acknowledging with 16 million AR-15s and AK-47s out there, they're also too dangerous to own. Every single one of them is a potential instrument of terror. Just ask Hispanics in Texas. Or maybe Medicion surveyed them. More than 80% feared that they would be a victim of a mass terror attack like... Oh, jeez.
0: Yeah, it's being slow. Anyway, that whole spiel that he just did didn't even answer the question.
1: Yeah. Um, well, that's great. Like, this is this is great. Like, it's loading. I thought the whole thing was loaded, and then it just decided not to have The it one in El, El
2: Paso, Paso that was targeted at Mexican-Americans and immigrants, inspired in part by this president's racism and hatred that he's directed at communities like mine. My-
0: Alrighty then. Do I
1: guess you we'll to just, just, we'll just stop it? It's, let's just it's so annoying it. because I wanted to I wanted to actually have his words up. But then the fucking thing's not loading.
2: And, you know, so, so I expect my fellow Americans to follow the law the same way that we enforce any provision, any law that we have right now. We don't go door to door to do anything in this country to enforce the law. I expect Republicans, Democrats, gun owners, non-gun owners alike How, to, to so let me follow and follow up. the law. Just to follow up, your expectations aside, uh, your website says you will find people who don't uh, give up their weapons that – doesn't take those weapons off the street. So to be clear, exactly how are you going to take away weapons from people who do not want to give them up and you don't know where they are? If That's someone does not turn in an AR-15 or an AK-47, one of these weapons of war, or, or brings it out in public and, and brandishes it in an attempt to intimidate, as we saw. <sighs> Come on. Get to
0: your point, Beto. In any case, he's about to get to the part where he actually answers the question.
2: You're at Kent State uh, recently, then that weapon will be taken from them. Uh, if they persist, there will be other consequences from law enforcement. But the expectation is that Americans will follow the law. I believe in this country. I believe in my fellow Americans. I believe that they will do the right thing. Thank you. Mr. Uh, Mayor Buttigieg, just yesterday, you referred Here, to... Right the
0: Yeah. All right. So basically what he's saying is that people with guns are going to come and take guns from people who have not committed a crime. Right. Basically, right? Yeah. But he's also saying that he expects that every American is going to abide by the law just because they've signed it into law.
1: Well, he's just saying that, you know, well, I, you know, we're a nation of laws and I expect them to follow the law once it becomes law, whatever.
0: So you can just sign whatever law and then you expect them to follow that law, even if it's against the Constitution. I guess. And like the part that um, like people I I had tweeted about it earlier and people were saying like, well, you know, probably the police and the military or whoever is going to whoever would enforce this. Mm -hmm not everybody would be on board with this law, so they probably wouldn't enforce the law. Yeah. What do you think about that? Do you think that's naive to think? or
1: That everyone's just going to obey the law?
0: No, that every... Well, okay, that's what the Democrats think, but... Uh, well, yeah, if everybody kind of,
1: obey the laws, there'll be no criminals.
0: Yeah, no, right? But I mean, I'm talking about like the Republicans have, or not? maybe, I don't know, conservatives or conservative-leaning mm-hmm. people. A lot of them say that they don't believe that most of the police force or the military or whoever would be like I don't know taking back the guns that won't accept the buyback. Do you oh, think that you, that's
1: oh, you mean like um, like some some of the military, or the cops, are, don't want to do that. They're not going to follow that like that order. Do whatever? you think that's
0: probably going to happen, or well, like enough people wouldn't enforce that law that it would? Not work.
1: I mean, I'm, I'm sure if I'm sure there would be some of those military personnel or police officers or whatever that would, you know, feel that way. And, you know, but they're going to be given that choice of either, okay, well, you, you're in this job, you swore an oath or whatever they do. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, you promised or, you know, did all the stuff, whatever. So it's either you do the job or you quit.
0: Do you think do you, people would quit?
1: I think I think some people would quit, but I don't know how much I don't know if it's I don't know what the percentage would be, but I'm sure there's gonna be some who are just gonna be like, well, I you know I need you know I'm just gonna follow you need money yeah so. I need the money you know I have, a, I have a family to feed, you know, so I'm gonna do all the stuff you know, I guess that's
0: all... the it's kind of like what's the breaking point, you know right because if that did get signed into law and they did have a mandatory buyback, like what Australia had or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it was just for the AR-15, not all guns or whatever, then well, no, it would but, be- but
1: but even then, if it's just an AR-15, what's to stop them? And, and, and it's always like this with any type of thing. Well, it's like okay, well, it's AR-15s and AK-47s, okay, whatever. What if it's
0: then it'll be handguns? Yeah, handguns,
1: whatever. Yeah. Then it's the point where you can't have any gun. If you have a gun in your house, we're gonna get it one way or another. Because I can't remember if he if he said it or you know because the video is taking forever to load. But he said, "Well, you know, the there, you know, if you don't give your gun, to, the you know, your guns or whatever to us, then we're gonna, then the po- cops are going to, you know, pu- uh, give out some kind of punishment or whatever."
0: Yeah, he did say
1: and, that. And I'm like, "So what does that even mean? You're gonna, you're basically saying that the cop is gonna like, you're basically allowed to either, you know, hurt or kill the c- citizen,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, For not or giving up or, their gun, yeah, or, or whatever it is. So it's almost like." Wow, this motherfucker is basically saying police brutality for for guns. Yeah, I'm I'm totally for that. Like he's basically telling you that without saying it up front.
0: The thing that doesn't make any sense to me is like traditionally, or at least recently, the left mm-hmm. has been very against police brutality. Yeah, I think we're but done with the video. Wouldn't. Yeah, it's fine. We can just talk about other stuff. Um, but when it comes to this, it would end up causing more police brutality and more of a police state isn't that what they don't want because they're more like against the police? So wouldn't you we well, I mean, think that yeah. they wouldn't be for that? Or is it only like when it's their issue, then it's okay.
1: Well, yeah, because, you know, the left wants, wants government for the things they like and the right wants government for the things they like and, you know, or they want, I mean, mm-hmm. and, and both sides can pretend that that's not the way it is, but let I mean, fuck you. It is. So, you know, Because, like, okay, so, like, for this buyback thing, and then the right will go and do the whole immigration thing. Well, we need a government to do something about this. And then, of course, let's say, well, that's the overboundary of, you know, they're stepping their bounds over, you know, with government overreach. And then this motherfucker, Beto Warwick, is literally saying, well, the government's going to get your guns no matter what. Yeah, which is also
0: government overreach. Yeah,
1: so it's like, well. Like there's that there's that parallel in that in that intellect in that, you know, when people say that the left and the right, liberals and conservatives, are the same are like the branch of the government. Well, there it is. There's there's your example of a liberal or whatever the fuck or work is. I don't saying, know what he is, you know, saying he, that he's gonna basically take your gun no matter what. And if you don't want to take it, or, you know, if you don't want us to take it, well, then we're gonna take it somehow. You know, we're gonna punish you one way or another, we're gonna fine you, we're gonna you it know, it seems
0: like a lot of extra, not even just extra work. Or, like police yeah. brutality, but also a lot of money.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If you think about it, that's a lot of. Extra and don't,
1: money. And, and this, he's naive to think, well, I mean, I expect, you know, I, I expect my fellow Americans to obey the law.
0: Yeah, it's like America's like, <laughs> I don't know, the culture in America, the gun culture in America, yeah. is not like any other country. They're not just gonna, it's not like how, you know, people are like, well, it works in Australia, so why wouldn't it work here?
1: That's because it's Australia. Yeah, exactly. They're they're acting like every single country is the exact same thing. You know, it's not not like you expect America to be the same as Japan. I mean, we're two two completely different cultures. You know, things work differently there than it works here. Things that do work here don't work there. And then things that work there don't work here and whatever. Yeah, because
0: some people cite, like, oh, well, guns are illegal in Japan and they have almost a zero crime. Zero
1: crime. Well, maybe they have zero crime in terms of guns, maybe because yeah. they don't have guns. Well, no shit, asshole. You yeah. know, well, but then they have here, you know, because then they they have, well, not yeah. a
0: lot of people had guns to begin with there, probably. I mean yeah. like they're not they don't have to confiscate millions of guns from Japanese citizens. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's not the same situation. Plus they don't have that written into like their document, whatever they have,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like it is in the constitution. So right.
1: I mean, people who don't even give a fuck about the constitution say, well, I have a right to protect myself. And if I want this gun, then fuck you. That's, that's my, whatever my right is, wherever it's from God or the constitution or whatever. I have this gun. I purchased it. I bought it. It's mine. Fuck you. You Yeah.
0: But I mean, as far as if they're going, if they're going off of like, well, we're in this system and we're going to use the original document, you know, that was, then they're not even doing that. So it's kind of like, that's the minimum here. Yeah. Anyway, do you want to move on to the next topic?
1: Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to kind of move on to a more, I don't know if you would call it controversial topic because we see a lot of people talk about Hong Kong mm-hmm. and what's going on there. And, you know, there's people who are just 100%, you know, free Hong Kong, pro you know, freedom and all that. And it's like, great. Uh, that's awesome. I hope that, you know, that happens, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I honestly also think that some people are being naive about the whole thing. And I think people say, well, it's just these protesters, they mm-hmm. want freedom and all that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, yeah. But then at the same time, when you, you know, like the whole thing started with this, it was an extra extradition the I can't, wars.
0: I can't pronounce that.
1: Idea. It started that, like that, the whole kind of thing stemmed from that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Then that thing's done. And they're still protesting. Like, what the fuck is going on over there? You know? Yeah,
0: and like we we wanted to look more into the issue. So we had been listening to different podcasts, reading a couple different articles about Mm -hmm. people who live there. And um, it seems that the situation there is a lot more complicated than just a black and white, like, you know, free Hong Kong
1: or
0: like for the government of China. It's not black and white. And
1: one of the things that we kind of – I guess, learned from, you know, from some people, or whatever, like on podcasts, whatever, and saying that, you know, because the the corporate press is basically saying, well, everyone in Hong Kong believes that, you know, they should be free and all that. And then you, and you kind of look at other people's opinions or what, you know, what they say, people that live there and they say, well, no, actually it's more of like a 50-50 split, mm-hmm. maybe. Like it's not every single person here believes what is going on is, you know, is true or is right. And then also at the same time, it's like, Like, weren't some people saying that, well, it's hurting my business because no one's coming into our business to buy things. Well, not
0: only that, but a lot of the protests are happening um, in areas where people are, like, you know, I don't, what do you call them, like, blue-collar workers? Yeah, sure. Yeah, Yeah. Like, you know, like, the working class, basically. Yeah. A lot of the protests are occurring around those areas, preventing people from getting on trains or going to work or Mm -hmm. doing their job, and a lot of people are not happy about being having their regular regular life disturbed right and also a lot of these the a lot of the protesters are pretty young um and they know what they don't want but they don't necessarily know what the end game is yeah so that's why i feel like it's a lot more nuanced and like a lot of the things that they were talking about things that they want is related to like Economic prosperity. Yeah. Similar to what, I mean, other people protest in other countries. Right. Right now. So.
1: Yeah. So one of the things that we wanted to kind of talk about with this, because we've been kind of hesitant to talk about this because.
0: It seems hard to get like. I don't know. balanced news on it, I guess.
1: Yeah. And so I don't even know if this source is. Yeah, disclaimer, this may not be balanced
0: either.
1: Um, So I I looked at this article because it's very interesting to kind of look into it. But the U.S. House, that's America talking about what's going on over in another country, Mm -hmm. okays Hong Kong Human Rights and Democracy Act as Beijing strongly condemns move. And so it says the bill will require the U.S. to determine if political developments in Hong Kong justify changing the city's treatment as a separate trading entity and it also says Beijing accuses US lawmakers of political plot to hold China back. Hong Kong officials express regret over passage of act. So even people who are in Hong Kong are saying I don't know if I want American involvement in this.
0: Well that's because um like I'm sure the economy is taking a hit. Yeah. from these protests. And like we were listening to I believe it was what is it called moderate rebels Yeah, moderate
1: rebels with With uh, Max Blumenthal and Ben Norton, yeah.
0: And I know some people will say, oh my gosh, those guys are left-wingers. Right. But they did bring up some interesting points in their podcast regarding this. And like they did bring up that some of the billionaires who live in Hong Kong were initially for the protest because they don't want that... How do you say that? Extradition. Extradition bill. Yeah, Yeah. so they, they would not want that mm-hmm. to happen. But now that the protests have continued so far, it's ending up, you know, making them lose money, so now right. they're against the protests. Yeah. So it's kind of weird how that all plays into.
1: Like at joke. first they're like, yeah, this is great, and they're like, oh fuck, um actually no, we changed our mind, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um so to kind of read into the article, uh it says um Beijing has accused American lawmakers of a political plot to thwart China's development after the House US after the US House of Representatives approved legislation that could pave the way for diplomatic action and economic sanctions against the Hong Kong government. The lower chamber of Congress on Tuesday backed the Hong Kong Human Rights and Democracy Act of 2019, moving it a significant step closer to becoming law. The bill, which Beijing considers an attempt to interfere in China's internal affairs and contain the country's rise, passed the House on a voice vote. So um,
0: I'm not exactly sure what's in the bill, but Mm -hmm. what they're doing is they're recognizing Hong Kong as a separate trading entity.
1: Yeah.
0: Does that necessarily mean that they're recognizing them as a different country
1: or not really? I don't know because, well, like as far as I know, like Hong Kong and and like mainland China basically kind of, you know, obviously it's like one country, but it's two complete, like, well, not complete. Yeah. Well, what they've
0: been saying, like, if you look at the history of Hong Kong, they've been separate in a way from mm-hmm. China for you know more than a hundred years, Yeah, but they've kind of been. Okay. So they used to be a colony. And then when they, when their colony status was not renewed, they're just, they're, they're saying now is that they're one, one country, but two systems. They allow them to have their own government system in Hong Kong. Right. Separate from China. And what the, a lot of people were worried about was with the extradition bill is if is the sorry I can't talk is if the Chinese government would have like power over the Hong Kong government yeah um, the one thing that was in that bill that didn't really get talked about a lot was that um, it would be up to the up to the discretion of the Hong Kong courts mm-hmm. per case of what would happen. So it's not like China gets complete control over whatever happens in that situation. Anyway, go move on.
1: Um, So reading further into the bill, um, it is a bipartisan support here. So it's not like one party is supporting, the other one's not, it's bipartisan. The bill would strengthen the Hong Kong Policy Act of 92, which the US government uses to assess whether political developments in Hong Kong justify Washington changing its treatment of the city as a separate trading entity from the Chinese mainland. It awaits a vote in the Senate where it currently enjoys the bipartisan co-sponsorship of 25 senators and is expected to pass. Um,
0: So this is recently, right?
1: uh, Yeah, I believe so. Um, So um, Yang, Yang Guang, a spokesman for the Hong Kong and Macau affairs office of the state council, which is China's cabinet, said it expressed solemn protest and strong condemnation over the passage of the act. This kind of behavior has grossly interfered in China's internal affairs and is openly adding support to the opposition forces and radical forces in Hong Kong. He was quoted as saying in a statement, it has exposed the political plot of the U.S. House of Representatives and some politicians to use the Hong Kong to contain China's development. Uh,
0: now, this that's from a Hong Kong official?
1: I, I believe so, yeah. Hmm. Uh, He said the turmoil in Hong Kong had intensified because the U.S. had sided with the anti-China chaotic forces in Hong Kong. He called on the U.S. to halt the bill. Um, And then further into the article, without U.S. intervention, Hong Kong will be more prosperous and stable, he said. In a lengthy statement responding to developments in Washington, the Hong Kong government expressed regret over the passage of the act. It said the government had implemented one country, two systems principle fully and successfully in accordance with the basic law, the city's mini constitution. Uh, the statement issued on Wednesday also warned foreign lawmakers. They should not interfere in Hong Kong internal affairs in any way. So basically you need to get the fuck out. Let us handle our own situation. Um, which is interesting. Um, And there's also a part two where, um, yeah, in in the article here says the house on Tuesday also approved the protect Hong Kong act, a bill that blocked the export of crowd control equipment, such as tear gas to Hong Kong authorities, as well as a resolution to recognize the city's bilateral relationship with the U S and condemn the interference of the people's Republic of China in Hong Kong affairs. And of course, you know, Nancy Pelosi is uh, applauding this passage of the act and uh, is criticizing those who side with Beijing for fear of jeopardizing their economic interests. To those who want to take the repressive government side in this discussion, I say to you, what does it profit a person if he gains the whole world and suffers the loss of his soul? So, So,
0: I mean, we don't have to read the rest of it, but it's a pretty long article. Um, But I do believe that the South China Post or the South China Morning Post, which was, the article that we just read um is actually considered still in hong kong more of like a uh, anti-beijing thing which is interesting because that article seemed pretty
1: balanced it seemed like it i mean it it, it basically kind of paints a picture that you know like like how i was saying before earlier where the the U.S. corporate press is basically telling you one thing, and it's just this one thing. Please trust us, you know, because it's so weird how people they criticize the mainstream media for mm-hmm. a lot of things, but then for other stories, like, oh, see, a hundred percent, this is true. I'm gonna take it for the work face value, you know. So, and I always knew when this when this stuff was coming out, I always knew I was like, uh, yeah, me too. This can't be just a hundred percent. This isn't just. Protesters, you know, going out in the streets and yelling for you know twenty four hours, however long, you know. I mean, I, I'm sure that you know there are some f- of the people who are legit, like I want this to be, you know, a free nation. You know, I want it to be like that, mm-hmm. but it's not. It can't be just a, It's not everybody.
0: Yeah, I guess like our point here is because we're not saying that we're like pro-China. Yeah, because
1: people, I've, if people saw this or they saw our uh, our tag thing, like you guys are taking the. the- you're not, not taking the right side. Yeah,
0: you're not 100% free Hong Kong. See, so like what's be wrong pro what's China. like
1: yeah, what's wrong with looking at like each side and kind of just being like, well, I hope everything works out. I'm mean, going to really do. I hope things work out.
0: Yeah. You and know? Like it's it's always Okay, I had a few points that I wanted to make. One is it's always weird when like everybody in our government is like bipartisan on something. That's weird to me. Like yeah. I'm like, okay, what's going on here? Um and then also, I just I think the the protesters have good intentions. They have things that they want done in their country. They have legitimate concerns yeah. that they want addressed. But I just wonder, like, where is this protest going? And do they know what the end game is? That's it.
1: I don't know. I mean, that's And like, like the whole yeah.
0: support from the U.S. government thing, I wonder if that interferes with what they're doing. You know what I mean? And that's all that's all we're saying. So
1: Yeah. It, it's just it's just another one of those examples of America, the American government, I should say, just you know, putting their nose into everyone's business, you know. Yeah. Kind of being like, and it's
0: it's kind of hmm, something it's smells kind fishy of weird over here. Let
1: us fix it because we know best, you know, that kind of thing.
0: I mean, I am for like, you know, I I feel like if they if Hong Kong wants to be its own country, then right. they should gain independence from China. But if yeah. they if not everybody is Wanting that, then that also should be, like, taken into consideration. Like, if they're actually a split nation, like, their city is split on that, then that's something that should be covered in the press yeah. and not just painted as that all of them are like
1: that. Right.
0: So well, I just it, feel like it needs to be more fair.
1: Yeah. It, even in,
0: probably isn't going <laughs> to happen. But Yeah.
1: But even in the article was saying, well, you know, Hong Kong is – it's the, the one country, two system. I can't remember what it was worded exactly, but that whole, you know, we're all one country, but we're living in two different systems. It's working just fine for us.
0: Yeah. That's my other point. It, it yeah. was working for Hong Kong before It was working for China economically. Yeah. So China doesn't really have like a, something to gain by like, you know, trying mm-hmm. to take control over them more or anything like that. And it's interesting to me that the U S government is very interested in this situation
1: mm-hmm.
0: because it's like, who benefits in this situation? Yeah. What are, what do they have to gain from being involved? So that's, that's kind of all that we wanted to bring up. Yeah. It, like as, cause I know a lot of libertarians, like a lot of my friends are a hundred percent like pro Hong Kong. And that's but, fine. Uh, like we're not, yeah, that's, you know, that's we're not, good. Yeah. But I just want to bring that question into people's mind. Like,
1: benefits right um so we do have a super chat that we want to um uh showcase because it is a question and i don't know if we're going to be able to answer it but so we're going to do our best but anyways from patrick and he gave us five dollars thank you so much for the support really appreciate that uh but patrick says um can we trust the hong kong government since they tried to pass the extradition bill extradition bill sorry we can't pronounce that word word. we're terrible (laughs) yeah so, you know, what what do you think? Like
0: well, I think it's he brought that point up because in the article that we were reading, mm-hmm. um the official who they interviewed was, you know, from the Hong Kong government. Right. So I'm not sure if we could say that we could trust what they say, but I also wouldn't trust our government either. Yeah. So well yeah,
1: because I mean all the lies that they've been saying, you know, with mm-hmm. I mean, with all the wars that we're in. Especially and, with know. the stuff in the Middle East. Like, right, that's just yeah. like
0: ridiculous right i like i said before i just think that people need to think about like who's benefiting from the situation Mm -hmm. who's benefiting from being involved in this situation i don't know if you could trust every source that you read but if you read a couple of different angles of every situation that's going on then maybe it would paint like a a better picture of what's going on
1: right yeah and i I think it's I think it's healthy to kind of always have one eye open when it comes to what the government's telling you, because obviously they have their interests and they don't, you know, mm-hmm. they're not going to care about anyone yeah, else's. I mean, the government,
0: yeah. anyone in the government is human too, and they're all out for their own interests. Right. And with a lot of these like protests worldwide and because I know we're going to talk about this later, but like with the yellow vest protests and yeah, thing, yeah. with with some of this stuff, it's kind of like none of it's really black and white, even though people want it to be because it's, then it's easy to pick a side. But a, a lot of this stuff is so complicated that unless you live there, you wouldn't know necessarily what's, what, what they're going through.
1: Well, there was also another thing that I wanted to bring up real quick before we move on is the, um like the petrodollar
2: mm-hmm. and
1: how that's kind of, that's some, some angle that could be, Kind of like, hmm, maybe that's, you know, because the whole yeah, uh, because the yuan or whatever it is, the, yeah.
0: Yeah, the petro yuan is rivaling the petrodollar right, right. now. and
1: yeah. America's um, like, oh shit, we gotta do something. Oh my god.
0: Yeah, there is that whole aspect of it yeah. too. And like people know, China is allied with Russia and Russia wants a pipeline through Syria and US wants a pipeline through Syria too. So I don't know if that has any, anything to do with it, but something to think about.
1: Yeah. So again, just to kind of reiterate what we're saying, we don't we're not trying to criticize anyone who's free Hong Kong or anything like that. We're just trying to bring up
0: some unanswered questions. Yeah,
1: unanswered questions, other angles to kind of keep your eye open to kind of be like, okay, that's an interesting point. You know, something like that. Because like I was saying before, I was always very hesitant to always Mention anything about Hong Kong on the show, mm-hmm. or even on Twitter or whatever, because I I just knew that there was there had to be something more to this, and you know than that, mm-hmm. than what the corporate press is telling everyone. Yeah,
0: and if if you do, if you are really interested in this issue, and you haven't heard the other side of it, then mm-hmm. I would recommend listening to um the Moderate Rebels podcast because that's where a lot of this stuff that we're talking about kind of triggered what we're thinking.
1: Yeah, so. and. So, yeah, to, to move on from that, uh, to move on to another group, like you briefly mentioned, the Yellow, yellow Vests.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: No one's talking about it. Like, they I mean, talked they've about been it,
0: protesting for like, like a year yeah, now, they've and been, it's still going on, they, if you can believe that.
1: They've been talking about They talked about it for uh, like a, maybe a, a month or so. I, I don't know if it was that long.
0: Well, it started last November, right? Yeah. And
1: it's yeah. been
0: going – like they – it was covered in the media like the first month mm-hmm. and maybe like in through January, but then it kind of just.
1: Yeah. Everyone just down. kind of just forgot about it. Cause I guess the Hong Kong protests are happening. I can't exactly remember the timeline of all. Well, of I it.
0: mean, it's, it's the twenty four twenty four 24 hour news cycle, like new stuff is happening all the time. So in the United States, there's a lot of things that we had to focus on mm-hmm. for some reason. I don't know. There's a new outrage every day. So, you know,
1: this is great. I'm like trying to hit this thing. Yeah, we need to
0: get ad blocker. This is not working
1: out. And it's not letting me. Oh,
0: no. Look, look at this. Okay. Sorry. Oh, it
1: says, no, thanks. I prefer fake news.
0: It's the Washington Times. They're not going to let us read this article.
1: No, I think I have to click it. Maybe they'll let me, maybe will let me go, go.
0: This is, this is us being a professional podcast right now. Oh, what the hell? Nope. It said you have to, you have to sign up.
1: I was just, oh, wait, hold on. Okay, Whew. sorry. Like, what are they it, talking it, it, about? It, no, know, I, know, I prefer no, fake. No, news. you know what's funny? I it, that didn't pop up until just now. Like, literally, no. I, I had this article. It was fine.
0: Well, they were like, "Oh, well, you're live streaming." Well, fuck you. Yeah, no. Make you anyway. Anyway.
1: Um. So yeah. So for this article, it's about the uh, yellow vests, and the title of the article is "Our anger is stronger: Yellow Vest protesters gearing up for massive anniversary resurgence."
0: What look at that picture? I'm sorry, but look at that
1: picture. Uh, of, of uh Macron. Yeah. Macron. Um so again, I'm not gonna I'll try and say this brief. Um but I think it was November 17th, was the
0: uh is that the I think that's the, the anniversary, anniversary for it,
1: yeah. Um you have to they wouldn't up. they wouldn't
0: to... say the anniversary right at the beginning though?
1: Yeah, I know, right.
0: I'm surprised. Um,
1: But the whole thing, if, if I remember correctly, the whole thing started because of, a, of an increase in gas tax, right? It was a, That's correct. Yeah.
0: They upped the gas tax and people were like, well, you can't afford to do things now. So, especially people who like own farms and stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay. So. Of course, a lot of the protesting, I guess, has kind of dissipated according to this article. So it says much of that early energy that, you know, when it first began, everyone was all like, yeah, you know, you know, wear yellow vests and protests. And then mm-hmm. I guess a lot of it's kind of dissipated and cra- crowds have dwindled at yellow vest events and public support has plummeted. According to this article, just reading off the article, still some analysts insist the yellow vest's continued presence, no matter how small, is meaningful in itself. It is far too early, they say, to write off the movement. Um. You know, we have a bizarre situation where it is still there, uh, according to a political science researcher. And he noted that the Yellow Vests still have managed to stage pro- public protests on 47 consecutive Saturdays.
0: I mean, that's really impressive.
1: <clears throat> yeah. So um, yeah. So the Yellow Vest protests, uh, you know, obviously named for the, you know, when they what they wear, uh, it began, like I said, in last November. So mm-hmm. the anniversary is coming up uh in response to a hike in fuel taxes that demonstrators said would fall disproportionately on rural residents and those in the provinces who lack access to public transportation Mm -hmm. Um, and then they grew uh, quickly grew to a wider anti-establishment movement demanding lower taxes on the poor higher taxes on the rich and better public services um and then you know of course uh Mr. Uh, President Macron's his approval range like plummeted after you know, because of this. Yep. And then I'm pretty sure he was like, "Okay, I'll I'll stop these. Um, yeah. These tax hikes and all that stuff.
0: I mean, he says there that he introduced a bunch of reforms uh-huh. in response to the protests up through April, um, but they they wanted like very specific things. I don't remember there was a list of like things they wanted, and yeah, so they kept going.
1: OK, so it's likely to be on November 17th when Yellow Vest will officially mark the movement's one year anniversary. It's like really deep into the article. I don't know why they didn't put that in the beginning. But anyway, um, he expects the turnout to be similar to what it was during the height of the movement when more than 280,000 people across the country participated. That's that's crazy. Um, so. Of course, you know, the one of the reasons that they were saying, you know, kind of going out of the article was that people were just kind of like tired of the protesting. But now because the anniversary is coming up, it's going to resurge and at least they're expecting mm-hmm. its research. So, I mean, as far as we know, it, it might be a failure. You know, I don't know.
0: It could be. I mean, like if I knew the anniversary was coming up and I had come to the first couple protests, I probably would come to this yeah. one. So.
1: But that's kind of an interesting thing to, to kind of. Talk about because everyone's minds are on the Hong Kong protests, you know, and, and that's great. Yeah, you know, the that's media fine. is not
0: covering this as much. I mean, yeah. maybe because it's been going on so long, but
1: yeah, but I mean, the Hong Kong protests have been going on for a while too. It's a not just, months, it, yeah. yeah, it's not just been going on like since you know a couple weeks ago, it's been, like you said, you know.
0: I mean, who knows though, when whenever something more important comes up, maybe they'll stop talking about
1: it. Yeah, well, I mean, they stopped talking about Jeffrey Epstein, nobody knows. Nobody I know. talks about that anymore. What about
0: that, huh? That just disappeared.
1: Yeah. This went off the face of the earth. It's a, a lot of big news stories go, go like that, though. After about three or four days, <clears> kind over. of sucks,
0: though, because th- that's like one of the most important things that happened. Well, yeah. There. That was like
1: a big conspiracy theory or, or whatever. Some kind of unsolved mystery. Theory. Yeah. Some unsolved mystery. And now no one gives a shit.
0: Yep. Although I think Mike Cernovich was still going through some of the unsealed files. So yeah. I don't know if anyone like watched that live stream. I didn't watch it, but um, I did see that he was talking about it. So mm. maybe he's still going through them.
1: Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's those protests, but also there's another um, group of protests that have been happening in another Which country. Which is
0: so weird because I hadn't even heard of this. Yeah. At but all.
1: It's one that I have seen a couple of um, news organizations talk about it like kind of you know talk about it a little bit but nobody in the corporate press that I know of has been has mentioned it at all um I've only
0: really seen yeah. it on libertarian things to be honest
1: yeah. um but anyway so these protests have been happening in uh in like Spain and Catalonia
0: Yep Uh
1: so in this one, it's from uh, Reuters. And protest against separatists sentencing set Barcelona streets ablaze. Um, protesters set cars Jeez. on fire through petrol bombs at police in the Spanish city of Barcelona on Wednesday, intensifying unrest sparked by the sentencing of, Catalo- of Catalan, sorry if I'm mispronouncing that, uh, separatist leaders who had sought to declare an independent state.
0: Didn't they... Oh, this was like a couple months ago, but I think, didn't they like have a referendum to, yeah. to leave and mm-hmm. then it was like split. So they uh, didn't.
1: I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah. Divisions over a drive to split the Northeastern region of Catalonia from Spain, ro- uh, roiled the country in 2017 and resurfaced on Monday when the Supreme court sentenced nine politicians and activists to up to 13 years in jail. Hmm. Um, uh, so um, police said Molotov cocktail petrol bombs and acid were thrown at officers. In some places, police charged at protesters and fired foam projectiles, uh, Reuters witnesses said. Um, so it's just interesting that, you know, these protests are happening because they want to become their own independent nation or maybe I'm reading into it wrong. but I don't know. Um, but again, nobody's really talking about it. Uh, The the Catalan people and all Spanish society must know that the government is considering all scenarios. And that's from the acting Prime Minister Pedro Sanchez. Uh, He added the government had set up a special commission, including the National Intelligence Agency to advise it on how to manage the situation. And it's funny too, because as far as I know, I don't think anyone actually supports this. Uh, Sanchez will lead his socialist party to Spain's second election this year on November 10th, under pressure from right-wing parties to be tougher on Catalonia and take control of the region's security forces. Sanchez must impose direct rule on Catalonia, said Albert Rivera, leader of a liberal party. Um, Cio de Danos. Sorry, I'm probably way off on that. Um, yeah i know right can't read it i can't read any other of these but it's just interesting to see that you know i i I read somewhere in here because i was was reading it i don't know exactly where it was but um let me see oh it's interesting right there oh making oh this one right here Mm -hmm. Uh, okay so isaac grania an 18 year old student said he taught he thought protesters had burned containers because peaceful protests since 2012 had not achieved their goals. Making noise is the only way to make people pay attention to us. If Spain were a democratic state, people would not be jailed for wanting a vote.
0: kind of like it reminds me of the other protests because even in the Hong Kong protests, people were like, okay, how can we provoke the police in a way that yeah. they're going to attack us? Cause it will attract more attention. And then with the yellow vest, they're like, okay, let's just start like, you know, or like you know, causing all this damage because it will get media attention. Mm-hmm. The weird thing is though, is that this hasn't really gotten much media attention internationally, or at least in the United States.
1: Yeah, it's it's pretty uh it's pretty interesting. There's there's a lot of um, countries that are kind of like trying to split, I guess. Because um, it says also here that since Torres' predecessor, or Carlos. Piedmont held a referendum banned by Spanish courts. Catalonia has been closely watched by other European countries where there are also movements for independence, such as Scotland, hmm. which um, I'm pretty sure there was a vote to do that. Like there was some kind of vote in the UK or something like that to have Scotland be. I can't exactly remember. I, I'm, I'm probably way off on that, but I
0: don't know anything about that.
1: <clears throat> but um, yeah, so there's these protests here you know, that are happening, but like, like you, like you mentioned before, there's no press on it other than, you know, Reuters, you know, on, on online or whatever like that, but you don't see this on CBS or NBC, Fox news, Mm -hmm. you know, CNN, but, um, I don't know. It's just, it's interesting to kind of see all that stuff. Um, but yeah, we, we strongly suggest you look more into those, um, into those situations and those, um, I guess, those events and kind of, you know, just, I guess, learn more about it mm-hmm. is what we're trying to say. Um, all right. So, almost at an hour. Well, now we're kind of going to more lighter yeah. news, you know, some more. Yeah, we normally don't news. go
0: for an hour. I guess we went off on tangents.
1: Yeah. Well, Sorry. we haven't talked about the Hong Kong thing at all. So, we had a lot of things where we wanted to talk, kind of yeah. say. Um, so, anyway, our first piece of weird news uh well i don't I, I guess it would be called new weird is more sad actually
0: um <laughs> i still i i read the, the headline i was like okay
1: oh. north carolina assisted living facility workers accused of running dementia resident fight club
0: yeah really
1: so obviously their first they didn't um they didn't follow their first rule of the fight club is to not talk about it
0: Oh, I've never watched that movie, so I don't know.
1: Um, so, three employees at a North Carolina assisted living facility were arrested after police said they ran a fight club with elderly residents with dementia battling it out against each other.
0: I'm sorry, but like that's not funny. Like, but can it's you like
1: this? Now, now you're like now people are going to be imagining like 80 year olds being like. Well,
0: actually, it says a 70 year old oh. versus a 73
1: year old. Mm. Wow.
0: I, okay, I'm just wondering, like. How do they get them to fight? Like, what do they tell them? Like, oh, uh, the 73-year-old woman, like, stole your breakfast this morning. And then the person doesn't remember because they have dementia. And they're like, oh, really? And then they start fighting. I don't know.
1: Maybe they told them, hey, if you do this, we'll give you such and such amount of money.
0: Well, you wouldn't care if you're that old. Well. Like, really?
1: I don't know. So. (laughs) Yeah.
0: That's pretty ridiculous.
1: Documents from the North Carolina Department of Health and Human Services show that during the filming of the fight, one of the combatants was heard yelling, let go, help me, help me, let go, as the three this is terrible. people that were apparently the fil- They remasters. were filming it? Yeah.
0: What are they going to do? Make a YouTube channel for old people fighting? I
1: don't know. But, um, I mean, I guess they were bored and they're like, hey, we're going to try and, hey, you want to get these? 73, 70 year old people to fight. Sounds like a great idea. we will going get in trouble. There's no cameras in this fucking building. Yeah, why not? And then there's like a camera right there in the corner. I know. corner.
0: And they're filming it too, dumbasses.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. They were filming it. Wow. They're, they're filming it themselves?
0: Yeah. Man, how they're, dumb are you? I'm going to just film my own crime. This is great. Oh, God.
1: All right. So <laughs> it's – I don't know. I'm just – it's so sad though because you have these 70-year-old women or whoever just – you know,
0: fighting it out. Just,
1: oh, so dumb. All right. So we're going to move on to a Florida man story. We try to do one of these uh, once a week, one a week, I should say. Yep.
0: And then we got Florida man Friday on Twitter.
1: Florida man Friday. Um. So yeah, for this one,
0: this is the dumbest.
1: This is um, okay.
0: It, it's not the dumbest.
1: It, yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Um, so the headline reads Florida man calls 911 to say roommate stole his weed. Yeah, very smart.
0: Yeah, and I read through the article, so you don't have to read the article. Okay. Um, and apparently he kept calling the police department several times to let them know that his roommate stole his twenty dollars of weed. And and the sheriff even said like, "Stop calling here."
1: You know, it's funny. They were telling him about the weed, and the cop was like, "Please stop calling me. I I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, I don't
0: want to. I don't want to do intervene
1: anything. in his in this shit."
0: <sighs> He's probably high. Even probably. though he stole his bag of weed.
1: hey man, hey cop,
0: he stole my last bag of weed.
1: It's really it was good. Twenty
0: dollars. I Maybe want my twenty dollars back. I wonder if
1: he asked the cop if he wanted some. Cop was like, "Oh, that's not like a good idea." Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm gonna have some of that weed myself, and then I'll take it, and then I'll arrest you, and I'll take your weed, because you know that's how cops do. They do, you know, they, they do dirty shit, you know. Literally. Yeah. and they also take dirty shit it's very bad um how do i know this no clue all right so the (laughs) so the last thing that we're going to talk about and then we're going to leave you can go on with your day
0: it's nighttime
1: yeah um this one is this one's definitely weird news like 100 percent.
0: this is like the definition of weird news
1: yeah um and this is how you know like Sometimes it's weird because, like, when, when she'll post pictures, or whatever, or even when I post pictures, I'm like, oh, I gotta make sure nothing's, nothing's being shown showing, or, you know,
0: so people can't find us and stalk me or whatever, right?
1: Yeah. So, in terms of stalking, obsessed fan finds Japanese idols home by zooming in on her eyes.
0: Yeah. Apparently, she took a picture in front of her house with a high resolution camera, and the reflection of her house. Was in her
1: eyes. Jeez. Um, so Japanese idol. Aina Matsuoka. Was attacked outside her home last month. After a fan figured out her address. From selfie she posted on social media. Just by zooming in on the reflection on her pupils. I mean that's like. Super dedication right there. Like I'm going to find that lady.
0: Yeah I know right. I'm going to find I, her. I feel like the moral of the story is like. Don't take selfies in front of your house, please. Yeah.
1: Or if you're going to post things, do it like much later than where you're at. because or like are like, hey, out I'm, your eyes. Yeah. Hey, I'm at such and such place. Come find me. Unless, you know, you're, I guess you have a gun. You're not worried about the type of stuff, I guess. I don't know. Um it still cause problems. Though. Oh, yeah, you're right. The fan, Hibiki Sato, managed to identify a bus stop and the surrounding scenery from the reflection on Matsuoka's eyes and matched them to a street using Google Maps. Thanks That's a lot. crazy.
0: Like, can you imagine like how much work you'd have to do? That's like some dedication right there. I don't know. That's creepy.
1: Sato had even approximated the story Matsuoka lived on based on the windows and the angle on the, of the sunlight in her eyes. See that right there? It's
0: like this motherfucker fuck?
1: really liked this lady.
0: But why did she attack or why did he attack her though? I don't know. If you like lady then why would you attack her oh
1: is this like is this video
0: i don't know i don't really want to play that
1: oh that's some that's another one
0: okay so she reached oh god okay it looks like he was gonna oh my god sorry
1: she had just reached her door when sato approached her from behind covering her mouth with a piece of cloth he dragged her to a dark corner and molested her injuring her face in the struggle Sato admitted to the attack after he was arrested on September 17th and revealed that he was a, he was a huge fan of Matsuoka. So what do you do? You molest her and almost kill her. Yeah. That's how you show you how much you love someone.
0: Well, I guess he was a little bit too obsessed with her. if You know what I mean? He's like, I needed to touch her.
1: Fans of J-pop groups even? have called for better protection of female idols after several high profile stalking and assault cases in recent years. Well, yeah. I mean, look at the almost this one almost like she could have killed her. You know, if you really wanted to.
0: I mean, if he didn't want her to talk, he probably would have just killed her afterwards or done something crazy like, you know, if nobody can have you, or no, wait, sorry. If I can't have you, then nobody can.
1: Yeah, you. yeah. Some people have that mindset. It's it's terrible. Like, I mean, I don't know. It's just weird how people can just have that mindset of, I really like you. So, how I'm going to show you that love? is by molesting you and putting a cloth over your face and hope you don't breathe and, and die then attacking and attacking you. Yeah. I mean people have really really strange ways of showing their affection to people. Like extremely like I don't know, it's stupid. Like what is wrong with you? Um it's like that um you know that movie Perfect Blue kind of thing, you know that one guy?
0: I know I I've, I've heard that title. What is We watched
1: that? it, remember? Which we, one? It's about the idol. <gasps>
0: Oh yeah. Oh, that was a weird movie. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know what you're talking about.
1: Yeah. It's crazy. That was a really good movie.
0: That movie like made me depressed. I was like, I don't know what's wrong with my brain now. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of stuff that you like though.
1: Yeah. But only in that type of thing in real life. it's.
0: Well, obviously, but I mean yeah. like, but you like movies that are like, don't always have a happy ending. Mm-hmm. For me, I want a happy ending. That sounds so bad out of context. Okay, let's just
1: <laughs> I didn't even get the cont like what you were trying to say until you start. I think there's
0: it. something wrong with me. Why did I think of that immediately?
1: I don't know. All right,
0: I mean? let's just go.
1: All right. So again, thank you so much for for um you know for, for watching, listening. Um hope that, you know, I hope this was a happy ending for you and all that good stuff. Um again, if you want to support us, please support us please subscribe to our youtube channel and rate comment subscribe to our podcast share it that'll really help us out a lot to you know to spread our show and to have more you know people listen and all that stuff
0: for some reason
1: for yeah for some reason um and again all the links uh, for all the things if you want to support us are in the description below uh again thank you so much we will see you in the next one goodbye and have a nice night have a nice night
0: now you know what's happening thanks for listening if you want to support the show go to hapasupremacy.com and follow our social media have a great day